0: Welcome to another episode of So Did You Like It, a film podcast together with the thousands and thousands of other film podcasts, but we're not going to be critics, we're not going to be throwing numbers, we're just going to talk about the movie and at the end of it we're just going to ask, so did you like it? I am Sir Square and joined
1: as always with my co-host, I may be an alcoholic, but I'm still a human being, according to Batman, I'm Kaz by the way, and every one of them Has a mother. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he did say that. And, you know, as we really dissect the lines that we've just been talking about, we're kicking off this little fun series of different Batman experiences for... It was originally supposed to be a March idea, but we kind of messed up with, like, scheduling and, you know, things coming out the way they are. So we're just doing this because uh, it was easier to do this instead of picking new movies, and we watched the 1966 Batman movie with Adam West.
1: (sighs) Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin. Holy superlatives, Batman. It's really exciting. Soon, very soon, Batman and I will be batapulting right out of your TV sets and onto your theater screens. That's right, Robin. Our first full-length motion picture feature in color opens a whole new world of thrills. Directed
0: by Leslie H. Martinson, written by Lorenzo Semple Jr., this is the film that uh, came out after the first season of Batman in the 60s with Adam West and Burt Ward. Uh, This is a it's zany it's honestly like uh, while i'm watching this movie and i was watching it with you i thought to myself like did we lose something in batman when we when we got to like the tim burton generation because like tim burton's batman which we, we will watch one of them uh next week it's just you have that like zaniness and that uh the the comic approach to it in certain aspects but that's really when it started to get a little bit darker and there was like more mystique to Bruce Wayne and uh there was like a, a darker story to him than just like I lost cuz in this movie it's just so zany like I I couldn't believe that we didn't get a flashback of having to watch his parents die
1: no I guess we they did kind of I think if you you, you what you're supposed to see this movie as is just an extended episode, like kind of like an all cu- all star cast, like bring in all the villains and let's have all the zany shenanigans and a higher budget kind of thing. So I don't think it ne- I did need it or wanted the preamble of like, hey, let's watch the fucking Waynes just eat shit again.
0: I didn't ask for. Having to watch the Waynes eat shit again in Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice, but I still had to go through that. Yeah, that's
1: cause Zack Snyder likes to jerk up to the pages he sees on the comics.
0: Um, I I didn't have to watch the Waynes eat it again and in, Bru- in Batman Begins, you know, when
1: Christopher Nolan took over. Yeah. But wait, wait, hold on.
0: I mean, and how many how many times how many times in the whole Burton Schumacher universe is it mentioned that
1: like Bruce lost his parents. So I'm going to agree that we didn't need it this many times, but uh-huh. the Christopher Nolan one does give us the Bat rendition of Cats. So, on theater. <laughs> I, oh, I... Okay, save the theater. Alright,
0: get your butts in seats. Listen to some music. Get some culture in your life. Watch some people throw themselves around like bats. Fine, I can agree with that, but it doesn't mean I need to watch the Waynes eat shit again every single time there's a Batman series. That's why, like, I feel like we lost something here because this Batman movie didn't need it. It was zany, it was fun. I was like, I was kind of sitting there with my jaw open the most of that runtime because I couldn't believe like what they could just do in the '60s, and that was just like that was a movie that that was it, and I was I was having a great time. And, again, I didn't have to watch the Waynes
1: die, so, and it was wild. I think it's just different of, like, the eras and all that stuff, and, you know, like, this this Batman, much like the Brave and the Bold, seems very fancied after, like, Golden Era, where things are just wacky, the shenanigans. Sometimes the Joker does, doesn't even have a diabolical, evil, maniacal plan. Sometimes it's just funny. <laughs>
0: cuz <laughs> cuz sometimes he's just like dude I'm in the ultimate prank war he's with that man like, and I'm doing my best here
1: I'm the joker and my ultimate whole like kidnapping scheme was just so I could throw a pie in his face you know that's <laughs> that's some of the dumb shenanigans I think that was in transition to like the darker like brooding uh tim burton batman i'm i'm gonna I'm, i would get shit for this if anyone watched the, or listened to this podcast but they don't mm. so luckily i'm fine. yeah um yeah just say whatever you want i was gonna say like the kind of and he he's he's not the start of it but i'm gonna use him as the frank uh, as the as the figurehead i'm gonna say like the frank millification of like batman <laughs>
0: the, that's Really? That's a good way of putting it.
1: Where it's a big tonal shift of, like, this is where you get the broody. This is where you get heavy shadows instead of Batman in broad daylight and silly, wacky, you know, helicopters and shit. Ooh. This is where you get the more serious, like, grounded Batman? I don't even want to say grounded, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah well, let's, let's not use the word
0: gro- We can somewhat use the word grounded for Christopher Nolan's Batman. I'll give you that. He did try his best to make it the more realistic, like, this is something a very rich person could probably do in their life
1: situation. But let's, 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 let's stay away from the word grounded. Okay, I'm just saying, it was, uh, there's, a, there's a difference we see through the generations <laughs> as we see this Batman, uh, Adam West, running with a giant spherical bomb with a big ol' fuse on it. It doesn't even have a fuse. Well, I mean, it's implied. A fuse we is can, uh,
0: I'm legitimately imagining in that sequence
1: as the fuse
0: is burning, all of the fuse is just inside so the bomb is just coiled fuse inside a hollow metal canister that with like a small amount of explosive and you just see it kind of sneaking its way through the like hollow ball itself.
1: It's it, it just... Mm. it would, I mean, I, maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit, but if you saw a long string that was going to fuse one, that would be annoying to try to keep continuity for all the filming and all the dumb cuts they're making of like, oh shit, Batman's going this way. Oh, but there's nuns over there. Oh shit, there's the marching band of two people? I don't know why two <laughs> people's a marching band. Whatever, fuck you. Uh, and, going, and it's like, oh, well, we can't blow up, I don't know, what was it, the fish? We can blow up a shitload of dolphins, but we can't blow up fish, I guess. Uh well, I mean, we already ducks, we already had a self was.
0: we already had a self-sacrificing porpoise. Yeah. Why not blow we up? We can
1: a blow duck. up a shitload of dolphins. We can't blow up baby duckies. So like, yeah, Batman. So yeah, that would have been annoying with the fuse. But also, we would have thought that Batman was really stupid by not cutting the fuse. Mm-hmm. So at least this way, it's like, well, what's he supposed to do? Just put his, put his fucking thumb in that thing. <laughs>
0: I actually would that have would loved really it with a really long fuse, because every time we'd have to turn around running the other way, I'd imagine the fuse, while being lit, slapping the shorter. people in the face. Oh. Yeah, shorter, too, but, like, you know, say, what you if that... I say, you I have lit... very
1: different uh, anticipations on what we <laughs> I'm want. I'm sorry I
0: want to see a nun get slapped in the face with a lit fuse. I think that would be maybe funny. And then the marching band getting slapped in the face I with mean, the short fuse. I just want to see a bunch of people get slapped in the face Why with a lip fuse. Why was the, the
1: marching views? band just two people? Like, they made it sound like a whole-ass marching band, but you only ever see, like, the guy in the ring fucking in the beginning, like, twirling the baton and, like, one drummer. Because, man,
0: sometimes <laughs> a marching band isn't the amount of people, but the amount of heart you have. And those two had mediocre amount of heart, which is enough for a marching band, I guess.
1: <sighs> that sounds like every high school marching band medium amount of heart.
0: Uh- <laughs> I, the I I was in Marching Band Man, and the the amount of like, untruth, like it's weird how how truthful that is. It just really is. Like I'm over here, just kind of losing myself now, like falling down all of like high school memories, and I hope I can pull myself out soon.
1: I just realized my own argument is shot, even though not the, not that it was a strong argument to begin with. But I was like, About, yeah, we went from the uh, high school big... bands. No, no, oh, okay. I, I don't have that trauma like you do. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we went from the big bomb ball thing to like in Tim Burton. There's literally a guy who has like red sticks of dynamite with a little alarm clock. So <laughs> never mind. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. You're
1: right. You're right. But we we make that turn towards brooding. This Batman, he's not so brooding.
0: No, he's like, he's, this is a Batman that like, actually, I feel like has dealt with his trauma. Like he, he is sad about what's happened to his parents, but ultimately has realized like his journey to being a crime fighter isn't even about his parents anymore, but just doing what any good citizen would do if they had the ability to because you can even tell he even tries to keep his uh life together because we see more Bruce Wayne in this movie and like that was actually one of the stipulations Adam West had to do in this movie to show more Bruce Wayne and you can see that like he was out and about he is known within Gotham in a better way than like any of the more broody takes of it because he wants to be he wants to be a part of Gotham more than just being Batman which is pretty nice I'm not going to lie
1: stupid chiseled jaw bruce wayne (laughs) i mean
0: he had a fly fucking outfit let's be real like he i I love it he had the the nice navy kind of like summer jacket matching pants great patterned shirt with vest and an ascot he had an
1: ascot and was pulling it off
0: that is just Mwah. You imagine in a, you like
1: beautiful energy. You imagine you could see him with like a captain's hat. Hey, and the Cass, rest of that can outfit? you stop
0: calling out my like sexual fantasies <laughs> on the podcast? That'd be like great. Thank you. My bad.
1: Everyone's outfit <laughs> actually looked pretty good. Like you know, you got the the Joker in the big purple suit. You get like the shiny. Oh, with the leather. unshaven mustache. Yeah, with his unshaven mustache. Notoriously, <laughs> that Caesar Romero refused to shave. Oh, the amount
0: of noticeability to that is amazing.
1: Because it's like, for this role, yeah, and you got Penguin with his big, dumb, purple Wonka hat and his nose that also doesn't, you know, if you look at it even a little, you're like, oh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's held together by spirit gum.
0: <laughs> Grit, spit, and a little bit of glue. Uh,
1: And then his regular outfit, his regular crime outfit for the Riddler. It's not terribly impressive. It's just a leotard with, like, undies over the top, as most of them are, and those little, like, you know, thing over his eyes. But when they get together and there's one scene where he puts on, like, a full-ass question mark suit, like the R- Riddler, like, suit you think of, we were all like, holy shit, the man's got some style, actually. Like, when he wants to put himself together and he's not just, you know, looking for comfort... That man's got a good sense of style and he's got a nice tailor. And then he takes off the jacket and this beautiful multicolored like aqua vest oh, he's got on. God, and we yes. all just melted like this man has the ultimate Riz man.
0: <laughs> he had everything. He had charm, he had class, and he had that number one ass, you know? Like everything you need to look at was there for this Riddler. It was beautiful. He did Ugh.
1: the actor for that one. He Frank did, Gorshin is he, his name. He came off, I think, the most unhinged out of all of the villains.
0: He was wonderful. Like I enjoyed watching him outside of like being the Riddler. When he was like those sequences you're talking about, when he was just with the other bad guys, and you could tell even the other like villains were thrown off by riddler because like again riddler just did not give a shit about anything else his whole purpose was just to outsmart batman and you could see the like manic desire the that riddler had for this and i think like frank gorshin really brought that to this movie
1: now that we've really blown smoke up this man's ass hey those riddles sucked right
0: (laughs) oh my god dude could you remember any of those answers yeah, uh,
1: I don't remember. Oh, I remember one of the answers, but because it was so ridiculous, we're like, "Wait, how does that make sense?" I don't remember the riddle, but fucking like it was something about like what's yellow and rights or something like that. And fucking like with absolute confidence, Robin just goes, "A ball pin banana." Uh, yeah, a, a ball <laughs> was a ballpoint <laughs> banana.
0: A ballpoint banana. Yeah, yes.
1: and and everyone's like, "Of course, Robin." And it's like, "Wait, what? No, no." <laughs>
0: I I'm going to see if I can look these up. 1966
1: Batman Riddle. A squirrel dancers. with a minigun or machine a gun. A squirrel huh? with
0: a machine gun. <laughs> it was
1: like shut up, Robin.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Yep, a ballpoint banana. By the way, I see that. Does it tell you what the Oh, clue what is? people are always in a hurry rushing people
1: see i like that russians
0: i've got it someone russian is going to slip on a banana peel and break their neck exactly robin it's the only (laughs) possible answer
1: yeah and i was kind of watching with bated breath like i had seen this movie before but i was like i don't fucking remember does the banana come in and it doesn't (laughs) there's no no, there's no banana to be had Uh, But I did like, because, you know, the Russian thing was an actual hint. But I don't know why they're giving away their diabolical plan. But I guess that's Riddler's thing. He wants to be cut. He loves it. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, they had a catwoman playing a Russian bird. I don't remember what her name was. But, um... Kitka. Kitka, there you go. And, uh, her, well, her full name... Was,
0: let's see, because it was just so freaking good. Kitco
1: works. Kit, uh,
0: Kitanya Irina Tatiana, or Tatanya uh,
1: Kerenska Alisov, which spells Kitka. Oh, that's why. See, when they said, like, she said her name was an acronym, I was like, that's just a name, homegirl. <laughs> you could just say my name's Kitka. You don't have to try to make up anything interesting about yourself. But okay, I guess. I guess it was an acronym.
0: Uh, Yep, yep. Just, I love everything about how extra they have to be. Yeah, they trying to find that. uh, (laughs) I'm trying to find that riddle. That's just like a squirrel with a minigun or a machine gun. It's just like what
1: they're just like. Yeah, catwoman. So we need to play. You need to. We need to play a Russian. What's the most Russian name we can think
0: of? Let's put a bunch of Russian names together, and that makes an acronym of a Russian-sounding name.
1: And she goes all out. Like, when she's like... It's because she's playing into the fantasy. Do she, we...
0: she also, of course, loves we... Bruce Wayne, as we all know in these Batman fantasies that we have. So she... or Well, she's not in love with Bruce Wayne. She's in love with Batman. So I guess that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Never mind. Ignore me. We never me.
1: see her as... We never see her as Selena Kyle, though, do no, we?
0: No, we don't. We just see her as Catwoman or as yeah. Kitka.
1: So when we see her as Kitka, she looks like, you know, she does herself up, you know, very beautiful and like, uh, you know, seducing Bruce and all that stuff, you know, as part of the job. Uh, When she goes to Catwoman, once again, still looks very lovely, all that stuff. Has, you know, skin tight suit, has the mask. But her eyebrows, she goes all fucking out with making those things fucking feral, man.
0: (laughs) I, 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 uh, okay, uh, furiously Googling Catwoman eyebrows (laughs) to see what you're talking about.
1: You don't remember? Holy shit, man! Okay, uh,
0: all right. Let those me...
1: eyebrows, Catwoman. Those eyebrows stood out, you know, as much as like the painted over mustache, man. Not saying she had a painted over mustache, but I'm just saying they stand next to each other. You're like, those are attack eyebrows. Oh
0: my God, you are totally right. They are sharp as hell.
1: <laughs> it's the same. There are like legitimately two thumbtacks, just shaved into these eyebrows. <laughs> That's wild. Man, now I'm questioning, like, did I see the right eyebrows? I don't know that I ever would have described it as (laughs) (laughs) two-thumbtacks. Look,
0: there's one thing that this Batman movie is going to have over every other Batman movie we watch. And that's style. Oh, my gosh. Because we've been talking a lot about, like, some of the aspects of Batman, but we haven't even talked about all of the fun gadgets batman has in this movie that you know all of the cowards of today's batman films will never be able to live up to cuz they're just afraid they're afraid to try to match the raw power of bat sh- repellent shark edition
1: Oh, the
0: bat shark or, repellent you spray know, you know the bat radio polarizer
1: or or you know the batteries the bat boat.
0: Or, of course, the batteries. Duh. Like, I I just... Where is this creativity now? Like, James Gunn, are you listening? Are you paying attention?
1: Who makes all of these? Like, is is he just having Alfred sitting in, like, an open-air shed so he doesn't, like get you know paint fumes <laughs> like yeah uh, uh, and he's just right there just spraying bats on everything he's got little batteries like I don't I you don't even see these master Bruce he said it has to be on brand Alfred oh okay <laughs> master Bruce there he is spray painting away <laughs> putting bats on everything
0: if you keep asking me about this you're gonna go back to the closed room with the paint. <laughs> No, honestly, when I, I, at first when you asked the question, like, who does this? I thought you meant, like, who writes these out, like, in the <laughs> writer's room. And I totally had the South Park approach to it, where it was just like, it's just a bunch of manatees that just put a bunch of balls into, like, this machine. And it just generates bat and then one of their options until something good comes out or bad comes out. It's a great time for all of us anyway.
1: No, my my question was much dumber. Because <laughs> the only other option... Well, don't worry. My answer was really stupid. The only other option is that Batman has these on mass market, I would assume through the Wayne Foundation, but I feel like that's a little too obvious. Everyone here seems stupid, though. So I don't know that they'd ever figure out who Batman is. They don't even seem like they want to know. Like, fucking Kitka's there, like, oh, hey, can I get a look at you behind the mask? And the commissioner is there, and the mayor is there, and they're like, that's... You lose yourself, woman! No one is allowed to know the identity! (laughs) How dare
0: you! You! What? What? You ask this man to reveal his identity? How dare
1: you? Like, they're so, like...
0: Though I will have to say, I... I You want to know why this Bruce Wayne is kind of a pleb compared to all the other Bruce Waynes? He's only a millionaire. That is true. Like, what the fuck? Are you telling me back in the 60s they couldn't dream of people owning billions of dollars?
1: Have you seen Austin Powers? (laughs) It was a different time. Back in the 60s, one million dollars was like everything, man.
0: Like, are you telling me that it's inherently evil to own billions of dollars? And that was a thought process wait, back in the
1: sixties. Wait, hold on. The way you worded that now, are we saying this is the least evil capitalist Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what I'm saying here. Now, here's my counter against that. Okay. Okay. This is also the one hear. Batman who has officially been deputized by Gotham Police. He officially works under oh, the cops as oh, a cop.
0: Oh, that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> and this is the 60s, too. <laughs>
1: uh. Now really think about those implications now. It's really hard for me not to now. Millionaire white guy officially deputized to go vigilante on the streets oh, in the city. God. The
0: way you word it is, it just, it's like spiraling out of control of how terrible this situation is now. Though, this Batman also, with his lack of funds, you know, again, only has a couple million compared to these other, like, super rich versions of Batman, but is the only one that has technology that can change his clothes for him in an instant while sliding down a fireman's pole. Which. At this point, as I'm thinking about that in my head, that is groundbreaking technology to own. And yet it's the only time we ever see this. Is every other Batman series afraid to use this incredible technology where you're basically, you know, reconstructing atoms in a quick moment to become the clothes of Batman in uh, in the moment it needs to be? And then deconstructing it when he needs to take it off, and reconstructing it into his dope ass suit with an ascot. Are we afraid to bring this technology back, and no. not use it? You know, to save the world or something.
1: You know, the funny thing is, he also seems like it has no—he has no choice. Like the way he constructed that uh, fireman's pole, I don't think he has a choice. Every time going down, uh, uh, going down the pole, you have to change into your Batman's clothes. And every time coming up, it has to change you back into Bruce Wayne because they go down there for like a little like team meeting with him and Alfred and uh, Robin. And like he's wearing his regular Batman clothes. He comes down there. They just talk for a bit like, all right, what's the game plan? Here's what we're going to do. And he's as Batman. And it's like, all right, that sounds like a good idea. I'm going to go have sex with Miss Kitka. And he goes on the pole, (laughs) which (laughs) ironically launches him upwards. And I'm like, there was no need to be Batman for this scene, man. Like, you were just in the cave with, like, your homies. Who know who you only,
0: are? <laughs> only Alfred is allowed to be in, like, his regular clothes in the bat cave. Alfred Everyone else has to be in costume.
1: Alfred never uses the fireman's pole, though. <laughs> That's true. So he has what, to walk. Yeah, what's
0: up with that? Like, look, straight up, Bruce, listen to me. Are you afraid to take the stairs every now and again? Like, do you have to do the fireman's pole? Is it just because you really want to go, wee, as you're going down it? Because I get it. I do. But it has to be tiresome to be Batman every time you're in the cave.
1: I would say I would say, after yep. a while, you would, like, after doing it so many times, you would, you know, the luster would wear off and you would be going down the pole going, wee. But I don't know. I haven't done the legwork. I'll be back when I find the answer. I'm going to go. I'm going to go volunteer, volunteer to be a fireman just so I can see whether or not it loses its luster. <laughs> this the, I'll be back. This is the only time. Wait for it's ever me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it later.
0: One eternity later.
1: Yeah, great. Every time, guys, doesn't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one
0: time just for even more fun, <laughs> just to have even more fun. We just put a bunch of jelly on the pole and see how that affected the slide.
1: <laughs> we fucking sprayed that bitch down with some WD-40. Went flying. Broke a leg. It's fine.
0: <laughs> I slammed into the concrete.
1: My knees will never recover. Unfortunately, I was a volunteer, so I, my uh, insurance didn't cover it.
0: <laughs> insurance? What is that?
1: But that's something Batman has to worry about. So it's fun every time, baby. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, you do have to wonder, though, like, how how bad does it have to be on the knees for Batman and Robin each time they land from their fireman's pole?
1: I don't know, I guess if you got enough grip, you'd slow your descent, right? I mean, they seem fine. Like, it's fireman's pole.
0: I guess it's better than a regular superhero landing. God, what if they just took that pole with them everywhere, so every time Batman showed up somewhere, like, he's sliding down a pole?
1: After that, he's, like, find a new profession, man. You could dance around a pole like the best of them <laughs> Batman. you're a good looking dude with a chiseled jaw. You can get it
0: show me the show me the alternate universe where Batman is just actually is just uh his pole dancing alter ego.
1: I'm sure that's somewhere well, probably not. I'm sure someone could make it somewhere if anyone watched this and you're good at art, <laughs> send that to uh <laughs> Square
0: yes, please. Give me your Batman stripper art. Like, give me the best of the best you can create. (laughs) I would love to just wake up one day and my inbox is just flooded with a bunch of fan art of
1: Batman. Oh, that's (laughs) when we'll know we've made (laughs) it. When you doing that is an actual threat to me. I don't even know if that's your actual Gmail, but actually... (laughs) It might be. I think it is. No, no, I mean, like, I uh, that that <laughs> is my actual Gmail. You did just I give that I'd away. Say name of person, and then just say at Gmail. But I'm like, well, that's your fault. <laughs> that's
0: my no. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no cause cos Gmail, so you'll never find me that way. Yeah, you're
0: right. So let me give you his real name.
1: There you go. Um, so we pro- kind of. Probably gotta cover the uh, the. Oh, we haven't even hits. talked
0: about. We haven't even talked about the plot. Like well, we yeah. haven't talked about the the, yeah. the, the, the dastardly evil. Deed.
1: Uh, shut up! I've just been talking about vibes. Shut up! Plot don't matter. He, so he hits the shark. <laughs> <laughs> the most. Well, I think the most infinite infamous, infamous scenes of this movie. Is like they're trying to get on a yacht or something like that. And they're lowering Batman while he's on a ladder on the helicopter. And as Uh he gets close, the yacht disappears. And he's like, pull me up, Robin. Pull me up, goddammit. And so like, yeah, he says it too late. He gets dipped in the water. As they're coming up, a shark is just attached to his leg. It's just biting on his thigh.
0: When, like, we saw that shot, too, it really looked like at first that, like, a shark had taken the entire right leg of Batman into
1: itself. That is what it looked like. But then later shots, this rubber shark was clearly hanging onto the side of his thigh. For a good solid minute, that thing's just holding on.
0: Which, you know, I know we're supposed to suspend disbelief, but, uh, Batman's leg should have been ripped to shit from that.
1: I don't think rubber's that dangerous. That's it's fine. Uh, hey,
0: I'm supposed to suspend disbelief here, right? <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Did you not start this sentence with a failure of disbelief? <laughs> like, oh, Batman kept his leg. That's the most ridiculous thing about what I'm watching right now. It's not the man suspended on a helicopter with a rubber shark holding on to it. That's an everyday so, thing. That's my Tuesday. So badly placed that you could see where the fucking the ladder is like rubbing against its face and just creasing it. Hey. It's so bad. Are you
0: telling me you don't take your bat copter out every Tuesday to go shark diving?
1: I can't afford the gas, man.
0: You're right. The prices have gotten a little bit wild.
1: (laughs) I'm not a millionaire. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) I don't know why I keep making fun of him. He's just a millionaire. What a chode. Um, So then, speaking of chodes, so Robin goes to get the uh, bat shark repellent spray. And he puts the helicopter on autopilot, I think. And as he lowers down the ladder, I I was in my head, I'm used to like, you know, modern Batman stuff. I'm like, ah, he'll just throw it down and Batman will miraculously catch it. Now this Robin's smarter about it because if you lose the can, the shark's just going to eat of the leg. So he's slowly going down this ladder, stops at a certain rung and does his whole trapeze thing where he wraps his leg around the ladder and goes upside down so he can hand the bottle to Bruce. But in one shot, the shot where he starts like lowering himself down, you're like, "Homeboy, you picked too. You picked too soon. You yeah. should have gone a couple rungs down. He's gonna have to reach for it." But then we cut to another shot where they're like right there next to each other, so it's fine. Movie magic.
0: Movie magic.
1: Hands him the shark spray. Mm-hmm.
0: It's just what shark. Happens? Hey, hey. It's just look, shark repellent. Look, exactly. I go to i i go Rich. to my lo- local Bass Pro shop. Every every year to replenish on this uh, totally affordable, regular item. Because you never know when you're going to be out in the middle of the ocean. A shark is going to attack. You don't have the magic of LL Cool J to get you through it. So you have to use this shark repellent. And I really like this shark repellent. Because not only does it repel the sharks, but it causes them to
1: explode. Well
0: which if is that an environmental crisis maybe well, but that
1: shark should have known who the fuck he was stepping up we to we found out supposedly this is from the word of batman in his official story on the matter was that it apparently batman shut up it had eaten a water mine and so on landing on hit splashing against the water after being repelled the shock apparently yeah, turned on the explosion or activated the explosion, and that's why our shark exploded. That's the official score, I guess. The official story. And Batman will not hear otherwise. Yeah. Okay, Batman.
0: <laughs> that's why everything, every time I've shot a shark with a shark repellent, it's because they've swallowed a landmine. <laughs> Oh, Millionaire Chodes, you don't want to admit to the monster you are.
1: <laughs> now that you've dug yourself this uh, grave of describing your process of buying shark repellent, um, how effective is this aerosol can against sharks in the water? Oh,
0: absolutely zero <laughs> when are you,
1: effect. When are you using shark <laughs> repellent?
0: It's almost like... This is
1: a very specific... Hey, now, this is not only a very specific situation where Batman is in the air... With a shark hanging on his legs. So, hey, look, an aerosol can will work, I guess. Once again, it doesn't breathe. So you're spraying it in its gills, its eyes? I don't know. But he also, at the very top, has a whale yeah. repellent. Is there a time, Batman, where you would anticipate a whale is going to be out of the water in a place where you could reasonably spray it to go away? <laughs> Well, you see, it's a
0: kind of like a Jonah situation here. Here, It's like, a, like, what if one day, you know, like, they're out at sea, they're on the bat boat, a whale thinks they're just krill, it eats the boat, you know, and they have to get out. So that does work, because you know how whales work. You go inside the whale, and it's like its own little town inside of its mouth with a bunch of shipwrecks and stuff like that, and you just kind of spray the repellent inside... And it goes through the like whole system and makes it vomit you out. You know, normal stuff. And then also dies because it's what it does.
1: I am so angry. <laughs> all right, so the next dumb scene is Batman with the bomb. We already kind of explained what happens with that, with the nuns and the marching band and the baby duckies and all that Give
0: stuff. Give me a longer fuse. Want to see people slapped in the face with the fuse.
1: And then there was also the great part where he was uh, in in a tavern, whatever, with the bomb, trying to get rid of it. And then he tries to get people to clear out. But there's these two people that are just there, just, like, drinking and gambling and eating and shit. I think they're mostly just eating, actually. Uh and Batman just decides I oh, can't blow it up. can't blow this place up now since some of the drunks won't leave and so yeah eventually he goes and he has the classic line I think the second thing this movie is notorious for when he's just holding this big stupid cartoon bomb going some days you just can't get rid of a bomb and then I th- <laughs> and then I think he just found a pier hid behind pipes and threw it over the edge
0: but here's the thing why does he care he has whale repellent he has shark repellent he let a porpoise sacrifice itself to save him. It was really. You know, fucking if you can dumb. let majestic sea creatures do that, who cares if you blow up a few people on a pier?
1: That was so beautiful, though. It made me re- felt really be seen by Batman, because Robin's like, they're just a bunch of drunks. Why'd you bother? why you you know why'd you bother like blowing the the bomb away from them? And Batman's just like, they may be alcoholics, Robin. But they're still human beings. I'm like, thank you, Batman. <laughs> it's been real hard lately. <laughs>
0: like honestly, no one ever listens. It's just fine. To... Then Batman shuts you up because he's not gonna listen. Yeah,
1: like that was that was as comforting as like when Steve came back and was like, "Hey, I've been thinking about you. I've cared this whole time." I'm like, God damn it, Steve. <laughs> Everyone knows it was a cultural phenomenon. We're all millennials here.
0: Yeah, you lost me, man. <laughs> That's fair.
1: I lose everyone at one point. Uh, so we de- our, our evil plan was to dehydrate members of the United Nations. Yeah. What
0: doesn't? What doesn't click there? Do so they
1: have a magic dehydration machine? Which I feel there's a lot of things that we're not thinking about, but this is 60s era magic science. What?
0: What are you? What is wrong with this idea, okay? I'm going to use this scientific magic device to fully dehydrate your body to where all that's left of you is a dust. But it's a specific dust because it's all of your DNA in that dust. I'm going to keep it in a file, you know, just to keep you a little safe. going to keep my little Kazzy safe, you know. And then at a, regu- at a different time, you know, after you've gotten some rest in your dehydrated form, I'm going to just... Put a pile you up in a random spot, throw a couple drops of water, and boom, there you are.
1: Yes, but uh, here's here's here. You're basically you're basically like those sponge
0: capsule things that you threw in water and watched them grow into whatever.
1: Sure. Here's my problem, I guess. That all makes sense. Okay. Everything you mm-hmm. said. Good. It's a light ray, like a light beam that shoots you and dehydrates you. But not only does that, somehow all that moisture is gathered into the tank from this light beam mm-hmm. that it shoots at you and it captures your moisture in the gun. It's
0: basically like a Fremen still
1: suit in gun form. Which, how many gallons or how, how many liters of of water are people... Because they took out, like, they did a demonstration where they did, like, five people. Then they took on the entire United Nations, which was, like, ten people. And I don't know. They filled up maybe a gallon and a half of water at at most.
0: How many liters of water are in the human body? I feel like after that. Forty-two liters. When you bring them back,
1: (laughs) I feel like they're going to be thirsty because that's not enough water. I feel like some water was lost. In the dehydration. You know, the amount of water,
0: basically, though, now what you're what you're pointing out to me is with the amount of water they're using to rehydrate the people, they should come out in basically the first mummy form, you know, when you're still a little bit dry. It, yeah. And a, there's a little bit of goo to you, but not a lot. And you, you're right. And after that, you just, need, God, gonna that, gonna you just need to suck
1: off some Americans, and then you're back to tip-top shape, <laughs> just like the mummy. It's
0: great. Every Gothamite's all over you could suck up. Yeah. Who
1: cares? <laughs> Um my next problem, is, well, I don't know if I'd say problem, my next issue or Are question? you telling me there's more than one? There is. Okay, I'm listening. What color powder would I be? <laughs> Ooh, this is a
0: good one. Ooh. Ooh. Because Ooh.
1: Because when we're first showing the scene where we're testing out this dehydration gun, we zap all of our little uh, test subjects, which is marked guinea pig 1, guinea pig 2, Guinea all the way to 5. It's adorable. Yeah. And they're just there for it. They're, they don't have any self-preservation whatsoever. They're like, I mean, yeah, you hear from the penguin, like, yeah, you'll feel a, you won't feel you will even feel a sting. And we'll be able to put you right back. After they shoot the first guy and he just dissolves, I mean, maybe if you look down, you'll see he's a powder. But I don't think... Is the penguin that reliable? Anyways, that's not what I'm getting at. So (laughs) uh, uh, guinea pigs one through five all turn into a gray dust.
0: But I love that you're bringing this up because this does this scene shows how, you know, the penguin does care for his people, even if they are just guinea pigs, because there's after they get, you know, dehydrated and they're all in dust form, they need to be collected. And they're just like, careful, each one of these has a mother.
1: And I fucking sure. line. He says that and after, like... they're all like, blue. She's, like, laughing and gig. Oh, they're all blue. Sorry, I thought they were gray. But they're Maybe all they're laughing they're. and giggling and meh, wah, 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 you know, towards each other. While she's, like, putting the dust from the dustpan, which is just a dustpan, uh, into a vial. And a lot of it's spilling out. And they're just, once again, they're just yucking it up. They're just wah, wah, wah. And she's just like, eh, heh, heh, per whatever she says. Uh, so I don't think he cares that much. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't think he cares. But back on to my problem, my issue. So that happens. They're all blue. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I just figured every one of us turns into blue dust, I guess.
0: No, we all have specific they... colors that match our inner soul.
1: When they dehydrate the United uh-huh. Nations, it's a menagerie of colors. There's one of them that's a, a brown powder, one of them that's like a purple, a blue. Some and I'm yellows, like and then there's greens. some some reds in there.
0: What color do you think your soul is? That's basically what the, what the question is.
1: Is that what we think? Yes. So, can we look into some astrology bullshit? Okay to see, this. To, 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 to break down, like, What's your what?
0: astrological sign?
1: <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying the sign directly, but some <laughs> kind of bullshit like, your aura is green and so, that's why
0: What's, uh, what's, oh, okay, wait, 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 what if it's the color of your birthstone? What's your birthstone? <laughs> okay, without, without giving your birthday away in this, in this, uh, Yours would be blue then. You'd be like a, a nice bluish color. I won't give the exact. I'd
1: st- be a nice opal, ja- pa- powder dust. Yay! Yep. Be amazing.
0: <laughs> but what do you think? What about for me? What do you think my my color would be? Fucking no! <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you take your fucking care in my life and my personality? <laughs> Why can't you tell me what my my dehydrated powder color
1: would be? <laughs> you don't ask for much. Just tell me what my powder color is <laughs> Am I going off birdstone? I don't fucking know. Well,
0: I mean, uh yeah, you're right, that was a dumb idea anyway.
1: <laughs> Red <laughs> yeah, Anyways. I'm just saying. Seemed seemed a little goofy. I don't know. But you're telling me if we did go off toes once again, these five guinea pigs all had the same, like, how's that a good way to find out, like, once they're rehydrated again? Like, hey, man. Oh, wait, no. The problem is they get rehydrated with, like, hard water from, like, for, like, a nuclear reactor yeah. in the bat yeah. cave Because Penguin's plan is to, like, go into the bat Cave as some civilian, which they don't buy for shit. He knows they don't buy it, but he's like, nah, you can't prove it. Why don't you go take a, me do a DNA test, which sounds sketchy. Take me to sketchy. the bat
0: cave, please.
1: Uh, and so they do. They knock him out. They're like, hey, give him the bat knockout gas. I'm like, God, I hope you don't use that very often, Bruce. Anyways Look,
0: using the chloroform put, towel just doesn't work anymore, you know? It's it's a it's bring, a, it's a really hard sell.
1: Brings him into the bat cave, and that's where he rehydrates him with a sink and nuclear water, I guess, hard water. And so, hey, look,
0: there's an atomic pile inside the bat cave, and they need hard water to keep it, you know, cooled.
1: So what happens is Uh, they get rehydrated and they go to fight the Batmans and the Robins and the moment they get punched or kicked or have any kind of slight impact they just fucking dissolve they just instantly vanish
0: they have a very weak molecular constitution now they
1: are are they radioactive when they go kaboom is there Aren't a, we all
0: a little bit radioactive in our lives? Is there a dust? Mistakes? I'm
1: not radioactive. I'm toxic, <coughs> sir. There's a <laughs> get difference. Get it fucking
0: right. Hey, well, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. That
1: just means I get drunk and yell at people.
0: Oh, wait, we're wrong. The plan <laughs> fails when the henchmen unexpectedly disappear into antimatter once struck. They're not dehydrated again. They're just antimatter now. You know, antimatter what is that defined that as matter composed as antiparticles or partners of the corresponding particles in ordinary matter. Basically, it means you take your matter and you make it opposite and then antimatter.
1: Is this Batman going to have the highest body count?
0: He's a deputized police officer. What do you think? think he <laughs> I think he does. I think I like you're how, onto something.
1: I like how we never test that again. Like after we were like, oh yeah, I'm sure that's why they just exploded, right? Like that's that's the reason why. And, and I'm sure if we if we rehydrate the United Nations, uh, it'll be fine. Especially after their powder dust gets broken, their their vials get broken, and they all get scrambled together. We wait for the back computer to sort out every grain of dust, mm-hmm. and then we fill them with water. They start arguing with each other, and Batman just. Quietly, uh, discreetly leaves out the window. Um, oh,
0: it's better than that. Because remember, do- when they're rehydrated, it's the United Nations Security Council, one of the most important groups in the United Nation itself. And each one of them now is speaking a different language than what they knew. And they have different mannerisms now because they're basically the soul of a different person from a different country in the body of a totally different person from a different country. And so in this moment, while they're looking at it, Batman's just like, oh, fuck, in his head. He's like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. So he goes to Robin, just like, let's hope with this mixing of strange minds that more good will come out of humans than bad. And then they quietly leave because no one can arrest them for this shit if they're not there. Because they totally fucked this up. And this is going to lead to some really bad consequences. Is
1: that what that's supposed to imply? I never picked that up at all.
0: Yeah, that's why. That's why they're all speaking different languages at the end of the movie because
1: it, I can't understand any other languages. So how the fuck am I supposed to? know? Well,
0: that? when you you know when you see the uh, person from Japan speaking French, and you see the person from Nigeria speaking German, and then the person from Germany speaking Swahili, like uh, things are changing, you know.
1: Yeah. All right. Sure. Um. But how do we know that, like, a single, like, knock on the head isn't going to just make them vanish, though? Because they didn't use hard water. They used normal water. But we never tested it. We never tested if that's what... I'm sorry, Batman. Dude, have you heard of the scientific method? Like, are we... Are we not going to test these hypotheses before you just rehydrate fucking nation leaders? Okay,
0: this is what happens. The United States counselor starts speaking Japanese. The United Kingdom starts speaking Russian. The Japanese speak French. The English speak German. The Israeli speak uh, Russian. The Germans speak Spanish. The Nigerians speak... I don't know exactly. I think they speak... No, the Nigerians are speaking Spanish... The Spanish are speaking Israeli. It's it gets weird, it gets strange. Okay. Sorry, I had to be sure.
1: And no one is any the wiser. And you know what?
0: Even if they are speaking different languages, the same amount of shit got done.
1: No. Do we want to do a uh, shout out to that porpoise that sacrificed heroically, sacrificed its uh, yes. life? Tucker,
0: I need you right now to give a very stirring speech about the magic of porpoises in our world. And why one would gracefully give its life to save a vigilante known as Batman. Thank you. I'll give you a moment of silence now. We are so lucky to inhabit a world with porpoises. And today we are gathered specifically for one porpoise who gave its life for Batman. The man who is dressed as a bat and fights crime. So thank you, porpoise. For giving your life, and so we can have Batman vigilante, you're so uh, graceful.
1: All right, thank you,
0: noble <laughs> porpoise. <laughs> thank you. In my head, you will always be Frank.
1: So yeah, they have the dumb scene where like they're shooting torpedoes at Batman, uh, while he's like magnetically attached to a buoy, and he's like, you know, little... because our
0: stupid navy sold a you know surplus pre atomic submarine to a bunch of villains because he didn't realize that p e gwen was penguin
1: that is really funny that um it was p n gwen oh p n Um, gwen that was really funny that they even bothered to explain that at all like that's something i would have just taken for granted like yeah okay yeah penguins go to submarine that's fine (laughs) i would have i would have just accepted it but they they gave us a backstory for it which is kind of amazing uh but yeah they they magnetized the belts to the buoys And so they can't escape. And so Batman has his little remote control, little like, uh, uh, signal scrambler, I guess, that just makes the, uh, they have some dumb, kooky, like, sci fi name for it. That doesn't matter because it's made up. Uh, but yeah, he's blowing up the torpedoes that way. But they get to the last one, and all of a sudden, the batteries go out. So he can't blow up that one remotely. And so we we have the tense situation of like the torpedoes coming at them and then an explosion and all the villains are celebrating and yay and then all of a sudden we just see Batman and Robin just getting away on the boat and it's just like, wait, what happened? And like we just get one throwaway line from fucking Adam West. It's just like that noble porpoise sacrificed its life so that we get could... in the way of that torpedo so we could save Gotham. <laughs> and it's like Man, I don't think that that I don't think that dolphin had any altruism in it whatsoever. I think it was just a dolphin enjoying its life in the Gotham Harbor, jumping, playing, frolicking, having a good fucking time. And then, well, it became a was, and its family will miss it dearly.
0: <laughs> it became a footnote in the history of Batman. It's gonna have its name inscribed in a really long plaque of people sacrificed for Batman shenanigans.
1: Of which the list is long.
0: It is scarily long. Like, to imagine the amount of people dead because of the actions of this one man taking on his own, uh, you know, crusade against crime. It's wild. Could you imagine, like, the tax money that has to go into the city to fix the devastation caused by the events that are tied to Batman? Like, really think about it. Think about Batman Begins. Think about the end of that movie with the train station just fully destroyed. Oh, boy. How bad would that be on the citizens in terms of taxes? The
1: entire water system is fucked.
0: Oh, and the... Yeah, they have to fucking depoison the entire water reservoir of Gotham.
1: Yeah, even if they somehow magically inoculated everyone, the pipes are all burst. Everyone's house. The damage is are astounding on a personal level for individual citizens as well as on a fucking city level.
0: Prisoners have been just let free into the uh, streets of Gotham, which means we have to up police budgets so they have all the equipment they need to catch these criminals, which again, more taxpayer money. And But oh no, poor Bruce Wayne. He has to go live in a fucking penthouse because his mansion was burned down. I don't know why I'm so strongly against Christopher Nolan Batman right now. Like, I've never been so fucking hard against Christian Bale's Batman, but for some reason I just feel it tonight. I'm just feeling feisty.
1: Not to mention the train that was, the the, the subway, the little train that was taken down that was used for all this stuff that he he destroys, that was built by his dad to have uh, affordable transportation for the poor.
0: I don't have to kill you. But that doesn't mean I have to stop this train. See, this is why Adam West Batman kind of is a little bit more superior in this moment because all the fights didn't actually, aren't going to cost taxpayers anything. Because we only had an exploded shark, a porpoise that sacrificed itself, an illegal buoy, and then everything happened on either an atomic, uh, pre-atomic submarine owned by the Penguin, so who cares if he loses money in this investment, or the bat cave which is a secret inst- is a secret location that bruce is going to take care of i i
1: mean you did just point out that there was going to be some conflicts within the un security yeah, department but that's... i feel like that's going to have some long lasting problems i mean... he's deputized by gotham but i feel like the united nations is outside of that jurisdiction they
0: are but that would mean that things got done in the united nations and
1: Know? Also, where is Gotham in proportion to the UN? You know what? We don't have time. Uh... Gotham's
0: basically New York City. Oh, okay. It even has like the same construct as New York City. Like it's a di- It's a city at an almost island part of the of the state. Like it is still connected to the mainland, but like it's just surrounded by waterways. And so you, there's a bunch of bridges to get uh, into Gotham why it was a big deal in the dark knight rises so all the bridges were blown up except for one Mm-hmm. did so we hit everything in this movie did we talk this through like are we good on this like because i i don't know
1: there's a lot there's a lot of just like little flourishes they have like you know just cute little things in the in the movie like the joker has a file cabinet that's just color-coded with the kind of color confetti it has in there that is The penguin has a has a receiver that's a little penguin statue the little periscope is just a stupid penguin head oh my god they have giant
0: umbrellas that are jet that are just like jet rockets that they can ride
1: yeah he says the umbrella jetpacks, but I feel like part of the word in jetpack is pack, meaning like a backpack. Well, originally they were supposed to
0: be jetpacks, but I think due to like budgeting concerns uh, and effects, it was just easier for them to like create these bigger ones to ride on instead of individual
1: small jetpacks. Well, and it was adorable. It was cute as hell. they're riding these giant rocket umbrellas. I don't know how they slow down or stop, but... That's not my own. I really love how those umbrellas care.
0: make a comeback in the animated Batman movie that had Adam West, I think in like twenty sixteen. Oh yeah. It's really great. They that, that device makes a comeback. It's a that movie that movie's actually really great because it's a sequel to this movie in a sense where it's the
1: original villains return. And Julie
0: Newmar actually yeah. returns to voice Catwoman because she's not in this movie.
1: And we're not watching it, folks. Nope, so I'm going to shut Watch up. shit somewhere else. Anyway, so Kaz? As me, did you like it? Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid in all the fun ways. Uh, I think the first time I ever watched it was in college. We did a drinking game for It, it has a lot of really good drinking game rules to it uh they're dumb as hell uh the movie's dumb as hell the people are dumb as hell um uh, it's just a dumb as hell good time where everything like it's 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 bad in a fun way where you, you just laugh at how goofy it is and the movie knows it's goofy so it's fine with it yeah and adam west is fun he's got you know he's got he's got some good like Bruce Wayne charisma going for him and everyone else is just... Ha- looks like They look like they're having fun. So, Squared! Yes? Did you like it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did. I Honestly, I was a little bit nervous about watching this because like, the first time I saw this movie I was so young that I couldn't remember anything about it. Like, just small clips. And I was weirdly surprised how much fun I was having with this movie. I really feel like we have lost something with Batman and these newer iterations where we're really into the drama of Batman and and the way he deals with his traumatic experience. But it was really fun when they're on top of a submarine and he's punching someone and we just see, pow, kablam, skirt, whatever the fuck was on the screen. It was great. And we were calling it out. And, and a porpoise, like with a straight Black. face, he's talking about how a porpoise Jumped in front of a torpedo to save Batman and Robin. Like, the, I, I'm not making, we're not making that up. That's just beautiful writing there. And we don't get that anymore in Batman movies. So to be able to have this and be able to go back to it and watch it, I think it's kind of fun and important for people. Yeah. Because Batman's a wild concept, dude. Let's be real. It's a zany idea to begin with. Yeah, but now it's all grounded and serious and broody yeah really listening to nirvana and stuff like that
1: and now i'm getting real nervous about that one. <laughs> like,
0: oh, dude i cannot wait to get to like is that gonna uh, suck
1: we'll find out
0: for three we'll weeks from out. now anyway that's gonna be it for this episode we are going to continue this whole batman series uh but until. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more on this in just a second. As soon as Kaz tells us what's going on in his
1: life. Uh, second respawn. You can see his second respawn at Twitch. It's the number 2nd, the word respawn. And you figure out the rest. Um, doing Kingdom Hearts, so unfortunately, I understood that reference when you said that he, uh, whales just have cities inside of them. I'm like, well, damn it. I hate my life now. I get it. Uh, I think I'm almost done with Blasphemous. And then Nan and I are doing Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Oh, yeah, and he does Death Stranding. That's fun, too, I guess. Oh, and Monster Hunter. That guy plays a fuck ton of Monster Hunter, and he's still, to this day, getting people indoctrinated. Crazy.
0: Hey, man. Addiction has to grow somehow.
1: All right. Squaring, God rest your soul. What do you got going on?
0: I am playing a lot of Chained Echoes. And it's great, and I love it, and I just want to play it forever. So if you want to check that out, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash SirSquarin, S-Q-U-A-R-I-N. You can also follow me on Twitter at SirSquarin, or you can follow Second Respawn at 2ND underscore Respawn. Usually we will let you know when we're going live, what schedules we will have, or when we're recording or watching a movie for So Did You Like It. To follow us if you want information. And shout out to our boy Tucker as always for the incredible editing he puts in for us. You can follow him on Twitch at tucker or uh, twitch.tv forward slash tucker underscore wins or you can follow him on Twitter at tucker wins. And like I said, we will continue this journey through Batman as we look at different iterations of the famed Cape Crusader uh, with next week us doing Batman returns. Hitting that uh, Michael Keaton, Tim Burton era. Getting into that dark time with Michelle Pfeiffer and Danny DeVito. We are really looking
1: forward to it.
0: Uh, but uh, until then.
1: Holy outro, Tucker! <laughs> <laughs>